Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. You're listening to this on your favorite podcasting app. If you don't have a favorite podcasting app, you can always run over to paratalk.org and listen to it there. If you want to actually watch this live, make sure you come over every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern at clearproptv.com. Yes, I said dot com. Hey, tonight it's really awesome because we have a very first flight from paramotorarkansas.com, uh, Paramotor Arkansas Flight School, and uh, he's been kiting. He bought himself a wing. Uh, he's using the school's uh, motor, and he took his first flight, the second flight, he took a selfie. This is an amazing episode episode 89 season two on pvg grandpa's paramotor podcast oh, enjoy scary berry groupies on well hello scary berry groupie scary berry. oh my god hi scary berry scary berry no scary berry groupies on hey and and got some 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 kisses i see little little smooches so smooch smooch back oh. john wayne uh, donated 10 bucks in the mm-hmm. super chat with a really cool um sticker thank you very much for that and he also said that he got his atom fixed it was a primer bulb of all things weird is interesting because we actually were just talking about primer bulbs and and uh air getting into the thing never trust skinny chef shane is in there said we're going to be on the chat going to be late awesome we appreciate you we'll fly and uh, hopefully we get a couple more people in here uh, pretty soon the more the merrier, right? Because this is all about first flights. Welcome flying from Eagle Jade. Um, this is episode 89. This is season two, episode 89. And welcome everybody. We got a little panel here, but we're gonna be talking about first flights, mostly from the guy that just did his very first flights uh, this last week and did two first flights motor-wise. And on a second flight, took a selfie who does that i don't know let's go ahead before we introduce uh pooh bear we're going to talk and uh, say hello to everybody here on the panel we got will fly you can find him at willflyppg.com how's it going buddy glad you made it today you're on mute you got to unmute yourself i know right <laughs> i'm doing good it's good <laughs> to be here <laughs> i mean i saw your lips move i could tell that you said that you know you're doing all right but you know all the people that are listening to us on your yeah. favorite podcasting app i don't I think they it. saw that <laughs> i get it i get it sorry about that technology you gotta love it i know right well you can always find will fly over at willflyppg.com we also got flying flamingo jade you don't know her she also does a podcast every wednesday night you can find her at paramotorgirl.com welcome jade to the show how you doing hi everyone you got a big Um, show going on on wednesday yep we got uh, another gal alicia lynn she actually um met us this last week in the after show and told us a little bit about herself an amazing gal she's like wonder woman superwoman um as you can see on my backdrop she's a uh trike she's a foot launch she's a hot air balloon pilot she's done the the power paraglide she does kite skiing and a lot more i'm excited to hear all about what she does and she's a mom of three wow i'm i'm excited to to see this one too that's awesome find you every wednesday night at 7 p.m central 8 p.m eastern at paramotorgirl.com 
com. Speaking about dot com, there's also a uh, mother of a very famous person that always talks about his dot com. Paramount USA, Linda Anderson. Welcome to the show. She's also our cheerleader. She always has her Hi. little cheerleaders going. And um, you, you just moved, didn't you? I did. I did. And how do you I, like your how do you like your new place? Michigan. I love it. It was like 80 degrees, but it felt like 75 here today. It was just beautiful. So awesome. I'm going to get out and start walking here pretty soon. I've been just been unpacking boxes after boxes. I'm, I, I'm like literally unpacking in my sleep, but yeah. And uh, other than that, yeah, Thursday night, paraglidingchalk.com with your host, Robert Michaels. And you are the mom of the Robert and Michael, I am aren't the you? Mom of Robert Michael. That is awesome. Oh, awesome. I love it. I love well, thank it. you so much for joining us, Linda. We appreciate you. Welcome, Chatters. Yay. You. We also got JP Tulo. Everybody knows him as TikTok Tulo. He's our computer engineer that takes care of all the cool stuff in the background of clearproptv.com. Uh, he also is the only person I know that uh, gets hit in the junk by a cat's meow and gets 2 million views on TikTok. How's that video going, buddy? Oh, it's it's still there. Everybody <laughs> loves that one. <laughs> so what's been new with you, bud? Oh, just hanging out, you know, same old, same old, flying every chance I get. And uh, yeah. Just, well, uh, definitely appreciate you jumping on the show. I don't think that we're going to give away anything today, so you don't have to worry about doing a spinning wheel of winnie things but we will do that later we will do that soon got a lot of stuff going on speaking about a lot of stuff going on um we got two people over here on the panel we got ppg pooh bear and his lovely wife ppg honeypot so welcome to the show michael and jamie how you doing doing well thank you great awesome. so you guys are students but michael took his first flight this last weekend and that's what the show all is all about is first flights now first flights can be i guess what you're towing right i mean because you went up on the tow machines right and your free flight harness got up there and flew around and came in for a landing so you technically have been free flying for a while both of you guys and just recently you put a motor on and you motored yourself up you flew around, had some good times, and you came down and landed. Now, is that the same thing as towing free, free flights, or is the motor a little bit different? Totally welcome, to different. The, welcome to the show, Michael. We appreciate you jumping on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so how was your first flight, bud? It was incredible, amazing, spectacular. I mean, all those crazy <laughs> words that you hear that you just, you know, you think you understand what they mean, but not until you fly and uh uh so now we towed you up in in school uh what three times right so you had three times uh for a tow you got up there kind of high we released you you flew around you came in for a landing um was there a was there an expectation of how much power that you were expecting from the motor opposed to the tow because i know the tow it has a lot of power i mean it pulls you up pretty quick so was there like a difference between the power of the tow and the power of the motor? Oh, definitely. That tow, it was, it was done. It was immediate, um, with the tow, uh, it jerked me in three steps and I was gone up straight up. Um, 
the motor um i had to you know get i had to get that forward momentum started but once that was started and hit that throttle it was it was out of my control at that point it was just bopping bunny stepping to keep keep up straight and guiding that kite now one of the cool thing is that that i noticed too is that you ran all the way up into the clouds right i mean you kept on going as you were taking off i saw your feet still going you didn't sit which was amazing i was so afraid that you know you're, you're gonna feel that that lift and you're gonna be like try to sit too soon but nope you just kept on running how'd that feel when you ran up into the sky the first time and i have always since i was a kid you know when you saw superman take off running two three steps oh off he went I, I was raised in that generation, um, black and white TV and watching Superman do that. I've always wanted to step off the planet. And then the older I got, yes. the more you deal with society and have the, you know, you're not a kid anymore. All the troubles and, uh, man, to be able to step up off the planet. Hmm. Now you now you said um, uh, on the pre on the pre show you said it didn't feel like I was stepping off the planet felt like the planet was dropping down off you know uh, from underneath me which was pretty cool I never really thought of it that way um, when you you know you knew that we were going to do our first flights on Saturday um, you had to get up early because you live two hours away right is it two hours or two and a half what is it about two hours. About two hours away so you had to get up really early in the morning to get to the uh, the field early in the morning um when you're driving for those first two hours what were you thinking what was going through your mind knowing that this was going to be your your first flight well i have to be honest because my wife is watching so she knows yeah, that please be honest she knows that for the first hour after i wake up there's absolutely, positively, 100% nothing going on on here. <laughs> <laughs> the, mere, the mere fact that I got down the road without killing anybody for the first hour is a, is a uh, uh, something to a feat in itself. So, but um, the yeah, um, man, I just turned up the radio. I wouldn't really, I've, I've failed launches before, uh, on, on the occasions when I thought I was going to fly. So, um, I really didn't know if I was going to do it or not. Um, I, the weather I wasn't sure about, so it was, you know, I didn't have my hopes up. Um, I was prepared. I'm prepared. The instructions are there. The learning is there. The your voice is there. Your voice is there. Um, uh, I've I feel good about being under the wing. So, um, and it, man, every time we get together, I learn something new. So that's going to continue. To, you know. So. Uh, if if you think I'm ready and not, you know, I I felt at that time, you know, I've, a lot of times you've said, you know, you're ready, let's do this. 
where in the back of my mind I've been okay, maybe. Um, but at this point, um, I was prepared mentally to do it. Well, you know, um, we, we were kiting an awful lot, you know, and one of the things that I told you that I need you to be proficient at is kiting. So the thing that I told you, I know that you are ready when you can do a reverse inflation, right? Get it up there above your head, turn around, go 10 steps with it above your head, turn around, walk backwards, you know, then turn around again and keep on going forwards, turn around backwards, right? And then set it down gently. You've done that so well on numerous occasions that I knew that you had the ground schooling for it, that, that you had the knowledge that you were able to do something like this, that you were able to take your first flight. Now, unfortunately, the weather has not been, you know, in our favor for a while, but uh, you got out there and you had no problem at all. Uh, your, your first inflation and you were on the uh, up in the air. So let's go ahead and take a look real quick. So guys, this is his very first inflation. We didn't do any practicing or anything. And uh, he inflates. He looks at the wingtips. It's absolutely perfect. So he rolls on full throttle and he's running and he's running and he's running. He's still running. He's still running. And he got up in the air. Not only this, but we had some amazing pictures with him going right in front of the moon. That's uh, yeah, I mean, that was amazing. I mean, how many times do you get to go in front of the moon like that with amazing pictures? He came in absolutely perfect. His hands were up. He knew how to flare one foot in front of the other. He was looking at the horizon and did not butt land turned around and kited the wing down and he was just ecstatic and the, <laughs> and the wind was amazing too so it's like so why don't we go ahead and just set you back up for another one so you see from the air he uh he lifts that wing up perfectly for a second flight make sure it's uh above his head perfectly rolls on the power keeps on running and running into the air just like superman absolutely amazing yeah i so, just watched, watched this video today sean and yeah. the, as as soon as he started running and as soon as he got any altitude i'm like please please don't get in your seat and it was so nice to see his legs keep running you know <laughs> a strong desire to just hop in that seat and kudos to to you man <laughs> you did it just right and can i say something else yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the things he said is like on his way there, he was kind of almost not expecting to fly. And oddly enough, that is how I approach just about every flight I take. When I'm on my way, I'm expecting not to fly. So I'm not going to set myself to have to do something unless conditions are just perfect, then I'll send it, you know, and that way I'm not disappointed and it keeps keeps things in check for me. So Sounds like you got the right mental attitude, man. I, I like that philosophy. It, it, I, I've kind of always been that way anyway. I'm kind of a, you know, when I, I'm, I, I'm used to getting in trouble a lot. So when I, when I do get in trouble and I know punishment's coming, I think it's going to be the really, really bad stuff. And when it turns out to be not so bad, you know, everything wasn't as bad. So I kind of think that way. And, and, and that is a great way to look at it. I agree. Um, Cause 
every little step has to be right. And, <laughs> you know, not just some of them. Look how happy you look, man. You could, you're just, you're just stoked. Uh, I, I, want, I want to hear about how you felt taking your phone out for the first time on your second flight to take a selfie. I mean, I honestly, I can't remember the last time I took my phone out to do a selfie, but yet you're doing it, you know, already. Uh, I mean, how'd you feel? I mean, were you feeling like, like you was going to drop it? Do you feel like you were, you know, solid enough? It's like, no problem. I can do this. I, I'm, I'm amazing. I mean, how'd you feel? Well, you had me up there high enough and, and you you'd had me do quite a few things and, and, uh, uh, I think two or three times you asked me to kick my legs if I was happy and wanted to keep doing. So I was like, okay, I haven't heard anything for a minute. It's I've got these cargo pants on and it's right there and, and we're flying straight and we're, we're up here really high. So click, click, reach down and grab it and, you're going to drop this phone. You know, you're going to drop this phone. So I got my arm through there and got it to where it needed to be and smacked that picture. And I thought I was proud of myself. You know, I was like, yeah, I got, got me a selfie while I was up here. And then when I got on the ground and started thinking about it, wow, what a dumbass! Cause all you had to do was just flip that little switch one time. You could have had a video going, yeah, look at all this crazy stuff. This is where I'm at. But no, uh, too much excitement to think straight. So yeah, trying to concentrate on holding that phone. I didn't even think about making a video. Well, you know, I mean, you got a, you got a, you, you got a selfie on your second flight. I think that's pretty much amazing. I mean, that, that to me, that might even be better than, uh, a, a video because that right there shows that you took it out, you went kachink, and you took a picture on your second flight. I mean, I, I'm I'm still amazed. Well, I hope a a nickname or a story doesn't come out of it. What what, what kind of nickname? Could be? <laughs> I don't I don't know, but it seems like that's where you're trying to go to. <laughs> selfie. selfie sounds good. Oh no no. <laughs> what does what you say? Selfie. <laughs> And that's an anomaly because, I mean, it took me forever just to take my hands off my toggles <laughs> or blink with both eyes at the same time. <laughs> well, so they, you, that's just incredible. Well, he had run me through, you know, like he said, he, he had run me through the brakes. We've got the brakes put away and flew me with, we tip steer flew and um uh, we did so many things and it's like okay you no know, uh hell well i'm here <laughs> well, <that's what> <laughs> well you were you were up there for a while so i mean the first flight you were up there for a while so do you remember what we did you took off you went up in the air and uh you were flying around so you know walk me through what you remember uh, as far as like getting up in the air and what we did um basically uh, getting getting up in the air. I mean, everything went 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 smooth, and um, uh, it it's still there's so much going on. Right. I mean, your mind is just racing. The uh, you know your the the fact that you walk up off the planet that first time, hell, that takes a, a minute and a half to get over that mentally. You know, that's just. It, in your back of your head, you're going, 
you just walked up off the rock, you know, (laughs) you're flying, dude. And there's nothing around you. You're, you're flying underneath this canopy. Uh, There's nothing holding you up. There's nothing down there. And I know that when I told you, you know, it's like you're up in there and I said, so now that you're up there, look around, you know, look at everything that's up there. You know, once you got in your seat and everything was good, we had you, you know, buzz around the, uh, this the sod farm and i said to look around you know look up at your your canopy you know look at your lines you know look look at all your buckles and see where they are you know how how it looks and you know look at your carabiners and i know that after i said that on the ground you know talking about your the carabiners you said whoa you know um <laughs> you, you weren't expecting you know me to say look at the carabiners or anything but you know uh when well, like I said, there's so much going on. And when you're up there and you're looking at this thing, this canopy, and um, taking in what's going on um, and seeing those strings working in the, in, the, in the sheet doing what it's supposed to do and um, the, the tail, the trailing edge, the changes that are made with each one of them, the beauty of this apparatus is just utterly amazing. It, the simplicity, the capacity, I'm, I'm ignorant to what this thing can do, but I'm awestruck by what I've seen it do. Um, it, it is just such a beautiful, I mean, you, you got to think uh, Da Vinci. When I look at this, I, I see, I'm thinking, man, this is, I'm living inside of one of Da Vinci's thoughts right here. This is what's going on. The, uh, you know, just the utter simplicity of it and how good it works. And, um, the things that you could do when you're weightless. Um, did you feel weightless up there? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. That's what I'm saying. You did. I didn't, um, you don't jump up the earth leaves you um you know it's it's totally different like like you said when you're explaining this stuff to me this is a totally different world you have to unlearn everything that you've been doing all your life you can't push a string um to make something move so uh, learning all that stuff and then seeing it come together and feeling the g-forces and feeling that rogue wind um come out of nowhere and go whoop, you know, hey how you doing or in the middle of a turn and that little you know hey where'd that come from <laughs> you know uh, when you don't even know what the maximum is of this thing in any way um it really is hard to explain to you what that first flight is in words is it not unreal yeah do you remember this right here you guys this is when you first got your very first new wing let me tell you that is a that is a uh that's a heck of a piece of equipment there that little bit of fabric right there and you are up in the air every time i see it it gets more and more beautiful your what you're talking about your wife right both of them. 
Space Cowboy FPV says that he should call he should be called Clicker. 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 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. uh, right and there uh, are a couple of questions in the chat. Oh yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and tell us what the um, the questions are. Uh, one of them was I can't remember who. I'm sorry, but wanted to know your flight experience. And I'm not sure if that means your experience flying in total, if you've had any uh, flight history. Okay, Tommy Mosley, your flight history. Have you had history of flying in the past? Not as a pilot. I've been in multiple airplanes, 747s, um, Learjets, uh, crop dusters, um, helicopters. But as far as um, my flight experience as a pilot, 40 hours kiting. Hey, man, that counts. So 40 hours of kiting, well, I mean, that's 90% of the battle right there. And three uh, three toes, so you almost three had toes, like three, yeah. um, you know, three free flights. Yep. There's one more from Space Cowboy. He says, it's, it's more of a statement than a question, but I'm sure you can relate. I'm getting very close to my first flight honestly pretty scared almost done with training bought the gear but i'm actually going to fly soon so can you relate to that being scared or hesitant definitely um i you know if you don't have an instructor i'll make sure and get one that's the first thing i you know it may be macho to do it yourself and learn yourself, but my God, at some point when you, um, <laughs> there's a, there's a line between macho and stupid. Don't, <laughs> don't cross it. <laughs> well, 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 tell me something. Uh, you originally bought yourself a wing and you were trying to self-train. So tell us a little bit about that self-training and why you decided to get a instructor. Well, I never said that I wasn't stupid. I just said you shouldn't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, um, I, excuse me, um, I've been trying to get into this for five, six years. I mean, just trying to figure it out. Trying, it's a hard, a hard sport to crack into uh, unless you're independently wealthy and, you know, a lot of things aren't impossible when you have that but um as far as finding a training center that was close uh affording equipment life happens da 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 um so i've been following a um a group in bulgaria belgium one of the two um uh, paramotor pilots and chatting with them um over the years of chatting back and forth they were like put your money where your mouth is blah 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 you know shit or get off the pot and um so they said they'd uh send me one if i paid the shipping so i paid the shipping for the thing and they sent me this cadillac um and we tried to fly it uh we got it up in the air me and the wife uh we had good time playing with it but um we could see that it it kept falling the same direction no matter what was going on so at that point i knew i had to have somebody that knew what was going on 
to check it and make sure it was right. Um, come to find out, it was a Cadillac, but it wasn't a uh, salvage Cadillac, Cadillac, as in it's an old boat that doesn't old do boat, what you yeah. want it to do. Not it's a Cadillac. <laughs> it's awesome. Right. Right. Uh, this so, this video that you're that we're watching is when you first started to uh, to learn how to kite, and you kited on a couple of different wings. This is the Roadster three that you were kiting. Look at the way you are here kiting this wing. I already know that you know what you're doing wrong this time. Oh Looking yeah, every, back. everything is so obvious. Uh, that's what I do now when I look at any any videos. Uh, you can immediately see where you make mistakes where other people make mistakes. Whereas before when I was watching and I didn't have any idea what I was looking at, you know, all that stuff is invisible until you learn. And then uh, all the small stuff comes out. You can see it immediately. What are we seeing here? Is this your first kiting? Are these your first kiting attempts? Yeah, first couple kiting attempts. Uh, I think this is like uh, maybe the second day or so. Mm -hmm. So we were able to push him up in the air. That's his first time that he actually got some air, and he was definitely hooked uh, after that. Yeah, that's wicked, man. That first flight and learning that what that you know, then you know that that wing will pick you up. Yes, I mean, I mean that was I. I do you, do we call that a flight? I mean, you were up there for just a couple of seconds, but you left the ground and the and the wing was holding your your entire body, and that's what you felt the first time. And this is your your kiting harness that you bought. So you bought a kiting harness, you bought a um, a wing, and we decided that your kiting harness was really not optimal. No, that was it's a one size fit all, and it's it's sold as a kiting harness um but it uh it took me a little bit of adjusting i guess a lot of the equipment you have to personalize but this you know really had to i had to take a lot of the slack out of it um and figure out how to knot all that loose stuff up so that it wouldn't slip around um but yeah it was the inexpensive way out that's the one i used that for that very harness we we noticed that when he used his harness one side would go up higher than the other and learning how to kite brand new it was really difficult for him to uh, keep everything even because as soon as the kite went up you know one side would be up higher than the other maybe only an inch but you know an inch can can take you you know it, it can drag you to one side or the other was I his mean, harness loose i mean it was it was pretty tight he lost a lot of weight. He lost a lot of weight. And if you don't know his backstory, he was a big boy. He lost a bunch of weight. And uh, this is the thinnest I think that he's ever been in and and the best um, you know shape he's been in because he wanted to be a paramotor pilot. So that's absolutely amazing. So right now, if you're if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcasting app or you went over to paratalk.org, what we're doing is we're watching him. Uh, I guess I, I don't remember what training day this is, but he's learning how to do a reverse and then turn around and go forward. And then I push him so he can get up in the air a little bit, which is really fun. However, it was extremely hot that day, I remember. However, 
We also, on our, what, this last Saturday, the winds was perfect. The temperature was perfect. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. The wind was laminar, and it was just the most perfect day for a beginner. Does anybody on the uh, panel have any questions for Michael or his wife, Honeypot? You said uh, his first wing was a Cadillac? An old wing that was beat up. We we uh, nicknamed it WTF. <laughs> what what was it? It's, it's uh, not this ozone that he's flying now, is it? No, it was a was it a ten year old or a twenty year old wing? I think I think yours was a ten year old wing, right? Yeah, Andrew's was a twenty year old. And Andrew, he bought a twenty year old wing, and he's another guy that came to me to uh, to learn after he bought. Mm, in proper gear unfortunately that's a, a thing that you see on the the forums all the time is that people are so anxious to get into the sport and you know you know so gung-ho and it's and you get a bad taste in your mouth with you know old gear um unappropriately sized gear just uh the the wrong equipment can can turn you off just as fast as you were turned on and uh yeah, exactly. I think that, that's why it's so important to hook up with buddies and you know people who know uh the sport instructors especially and they can help guide you through this process because you know you you see a couple of videos on youtube and it looks so fun and and you know relatively straightforward you know because you know, these guys have been doing it for years and years. And of course they're going to make it look easy, but it's so much harder than it looks. And, um, but once you get it down and, you know, once you find the right stuff, it really becomes, you know, just an incredible, incredible way, an incredible hobby. It's. Absolutely. This yeah. is, this is, this is private footage that we keep within uh, just our school, but because I know what's on it and I can stop it at any time and we're not listening to it. Uh, this is what we go over after our training every day, we video everything and then we go over all the footage and we go through step by step, frame by frame. Uh, because when you're doing it, you know, you got a lot of stuff going on in your mind as far as, you know, you know, uh, my, I'm going forward, I'm looking at the wind, I got my A's in my line, I got my brakes, you know, uh, leg, leg, chest, chest, chin, all the stuff that, you know, you're thinking about, and you, you don't get the chance to actually look to see from a different point of view, how you're doing stuff, you know, it's like when you're running, you know, like he just did a forward inflation, you know, what is he doing, you know? Why, why did it fall off to that one side? So we go over it, over it again, and we try to figure out what are we doing and and how to correct it. So when we do it again, it's much better. Or you end up with someone who argues a lot and swears they're doing one thing when the video shows that's not the case. Yeah, I wonder I wonder who that was. and when uh, In general, I mean, I'm just saying yeah, I don't know. I mean, people arguing and saying that they don't do what they're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, we have we have had some students that um, swear that they are pulling the right brake when they're actually pulling the left brake, and the footage really helps as far as like showing. It's like so this is what's going on, and you can see from a different point of view actually what's going on. So I mean, you know, the different footage. And, and being able to go through frame by frame with with someone that's been doing this for a while, 
you know, uh, it really helps, you know, and like on, um, on this footage that um, I'm going to show you here in just a moment. Um, I'm not showing this because it's another training video from someone else. So we can go here. All right. So on this part, what we're doing is we're what we have cones lined up now on both sides. And what we're doing is we're ground handling. We're going forward in a forward inflation between two different cones. And then we have cones in the middle that we're going around and through. So that way we understand that since this is a pendulum, if we want to go to the left, we have to kick it right first to kick it over to the left so we can follow it to the left. And until you do this a couple of times, it's really difficult to understand how this pendulum thing works. And it makes a whole lot of difference when you have a motor on your back and you're taking off for the first time or, or you're taking off or you're coming in, coming in for a landing, especially if you are at a fly-in and you got, you know, other people around, wings, motors, people, you know, come in for landing and you, and you hit the landing, you want to be able to run this wing someplace and set it down correctly. So that's a lot of things that we do also in this school. How did it feel when you first started, um, Michael, as far as, you know, learning how to clip in, going forward, doing the forward inflation, going around the, 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 the cones? Did that help you as far as like your first flight and towing, you think? Everything I learned has built upon itself. Um, this is not a, um, I don't know what you, you know, just motorcycle, jump on the motorcycle and go thing. Uh, yeah, you got to learn how to ride a motorcycle, but there's so much more to this sport than jumping on it and go. Um, uh, the ground handling. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't become proficient in this, you know, I wouldn't even show up in public, uh, especially around the other paramotors. If I didn't, wasn't comfortable doing this. Um, yeah, it, it, it builds, you know, you have to learn all this stuff. Um, you're not only learning how to control that thing, but you're learning the physics of what that wing is doing and, and how to react to it. It's teaching you how, how it feels, where it's pulling from. So yeah, this is definitely imperative. Do you think, do, yeah, go ahead. Uh, resurgence is in the house and Todd said he had a 16 year old wing donated and it's going to be parted out to make a display best oh. use for it at this point. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And there, there was another, there was a request to be, to see the, uh, the launch videos again. Absolutely. We'll definitely show that again. Uh, as far, as far as like learning, before you get to your very first launch or your very first tow and all the cutting that you did at home, because, you know, once uh, uh, we, we loaned you um, a wing. So when you came and um, in a harness, right. So you're able to, you know, practice at home. Uh, how much practicing during the week were you able to get before you came back down the next week? I would get maybe two, three hours a week. Well, you were you were working you were working a lot back then too, though. Yeah, working full time back then. So, yeah. 
if you did not have all that extra time during the week, you know, even just a couple hours and, and being able to use that wing, you know, uh, before you came to class again, because unfortunately you were not able to just do the two week class. You had to come in when you were able to on the weekends. And even then it wasn't every weekend. It was like, you know, only when the, the, the weather was good on that weekend and when your wife was available to come down with you. So how much, how much do you think you remembered in between, you know, coming to school and, uh, you know, at home? Oh, it's, uh, you definitely, it's like riding a bike. You, you know, once you learn something, it stays there. And then you learn something else that, that stacks on top of it. Um, it's, um, I can, I not go into a standard school where you're there for two weeks. I don't know how many days they kite you, get you kiting, but I could understand if you did three straight days of eight hours, 10 hours straight doing this, if you could do that physically, I could say you could probably do it in three or four days, but, um, yeah, um, being only, only being able to do it on weekends, every other weekend, whatever the case may be. Um, and depending on the weather. Yeah. Depending on the weather. Uh, and then we found a few, uh, pastures and fields around our house that, that we could play with. Uh, but that's has, um, that's kind of difficult too. We live in a ridge area. Um, so we have agriculture that surrounds us, but it's, it's a little ways out. Um, and so finding a decent, large, um, novice, uh, field is, is kind of difficult. I remember this. Um, that was the day that uh, we were kiting and the winds really started getting shifty. So they went, you know, 180 degrees at times uh, in different directions. And you guys still were able to pop that wing above your head and uh, did really amazing. Uh, let's go ahead and find the uh, do we have any other questions that are in the chat or on the panel that we need to address before we continue? Anybody? No, uh, I mean, I could ask a couple of questions. Okay. Um, in the pre-chat, you know, we were talking and you had mentioned how you had confidence in the equipment that you were flying. And I can tell you that I did not have the confidence in my equipment because I really wasn't instructed to look for that confidence or that wasn't pointed out to me, the importance of it. But um, yeah, you said you had full confidence in your equipment so why would that be important that's uh, just one less thing that your mind is concentrating on uh, um yeah if i hadn't been drug across the field by that wing on my on head, head. <laughs> <laughs> literally on my head across the field um yeah, you know, you know, you can see it when it's laid out in front of you. It's about 30 times bigger than that little kite that you flew when you were a kid. But you think back and you go, oh, that little kite on that string, that string used to cut the crap out of my finger uh, when it got up there pretty high. So this thing right here, that's 30 times bigger than that kite. All right. So the math, even if you're ignorant, redneck like me, you can do a little bit of math. 
and uh, you, you can figure the pull in your head. And then when you get pulled across the field uh, on a gusty day and uh, you really feel the power of that thing. And that's, that's the, the deal, the power. That baby has power and you better respect it. Right on. Yeah, for me, it took a lot of the panic of flying, you know, each little bump that I felt just allowed me to enjoy the flight a whole lot more. Agreed. Yeah, um, I still worry about uh, the bumps. I don't think I've had a a very bumpy. I mean, I'm sure there's some some severe bumps that I'm going to experience, but um, yeah, until you experience it, it's still going to be a surprise. But, you know, like I said, the more you do it and you get that experience um, and it builds, um, I am absolutely positively in love with that wing. Uh, just, you know, and that's not even talking about the colors of it. It just, the, the, the thing is just amazing to me. I see your I see your wife kind of smile a little bit when you say that you're in love with the wing and um, you, you might want to say something about your wife, how you're in love with her real quick. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. <laughs> she knows that wing's got nothing on her. Oh, I, I felt the love on that one. <laughs> so here you are. You just landed and uh, we don't have the the uh, the sound on. Um, but a uh, good idea. Yeah, yeah. You were explaining to us in, in, in real words how you felt, um, and you felt good. You, you felt alive. You felt uh, invigorated. Um, yes, and there I am. I'm a little nine bot uh, catching you with uh, some really good, really good video. Tommy, that's PPG Tommy. He was over there helping us, uh, definitely a big part of, of the, the school. He is our tow operator that um, tows the students up, um, which really helps a lot. Uh, so how'd you feel? I mean, go ahead and go step by step. How'd you feel? I mean, you look like you're just, just amazed and shaking a little bit. Elated. Yeah, that was, um, it's intense. Uh, you don't, I don't know how to explain it when you're, when you're up there and you realize that there's no shell around you, you are actually the plane. You are the bird. You're flying this thing your arms are up like a bird and you're controlling this wing. You have the power to go the thrust, um, the altitude control. Uh, and it's all you baby. It's all you. There's, there's, there's no other contraption. You are the, the contraption and taking all that in on that first flight. Um, and, and then trying to absorb what little the lessons, what you can of what you're being taught while you're up there. You know, let's try this. Let's feel that. Um, yeah. So we got you up in the air, and we had you uh, circle around. We had you uh, do some some left hand turns, some right hand turns. Uh, we we got you up into that uh, thirty mile an hour wind. And we had you pull your trims all the way out. So you stowed your brakes and to use your tip steering. You did three, 360 turns to the left and right. You did a lot on your first uh, two flights, a lot more than what I did. It was a lot to take in for sure. But I mean, it was, it was sheer 
joy, um, man, all the rides that you've ever taken on the amusement park, all the roller coasters, uh, all the times you went 150 miles an hour on whatever it was you went, motorcycle, car, uh, anytime you ever jumped off of a cliff or uh, uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing compares to this. This is um, this is a joy all in itself. The whole experience from the time we started clicking me in, um, I want to say that there was an, um, fear and all that stuff, but it was just uh, a Zen state. Uh, the training, it becomes each step is like a um, like like eating cake each bite tastes delicious um buckling in i'm buckling in you know and and checking this stuff and making everything right making sure the wings laid out right making sure the strings are uh, where they're supposed to be the lines are right um the i guess it's almost a um a religion a cult type thing you know rituals the ritual, the beauty of the ritual of the pre-flight, um, the sport, the, it has a bond. That's the first thing that I noticed about this sport is the bond. The bond between the people that are participating in the sport are is incredibly strong. Um, the bond between the pilot and the equipment is incredibly strong. Um uh, the bond to the the rituals of flight before you take off uh, it draws you in. It's incredibly strong. It's such a beautiful experience um, for somebody that that is eaten up by uh, the woes of the world and you know their their own crap. Um, this erases all that for whatever time that you're thinking about doing this because you are concentrating on this because it's such a um i don't know it's such a love yeah you want to do it i i agree i agree that the love uh the bond between you know us pilots uh people that want to do this people that are doing it between you know us and and our equipment it, it it's amazing the only thing that i can see that it's even remotely close uh, I was in the military, I was in the Marine Corps, and we had, you know, really good, strong bond in the Marine Corps. I mean, uh, you see, a, you know, a Marine or a former Marine along the side of the road, you know, changing a tire, you know, two or three other people are going to pull up behind you that are in different, you know, maybe in the Marine Corps, maybe just in, in the military somehow, and we'll all pull over, we'll help, you know, change a tire, we talk about, you know, the military and stuff. I mean, that that's a bond, and I feel that, that, that we have the same bond in the paramotor community, which is amazing. Very similar. Yeah. Asking what kind of wing you have, I guess the size too. And then um, Mark is asking about your motor. You have an Atom 80, right? Correct. Uh, it's a APCO Easy Lift R. Uh, what's the medium, isn't it? Medium. Yeah, it's a medium. And the motor is a, or the frame is a Yoda with an Atom 80. With an Atom 80 on it, yeah. 
And I'm kind of intrigued about that. <clears throat> it didn't seem to have any problem lifting me up. Uh, seemed to have more than enough. I do want to try. <clears throat> I'll be stepping in Will Fly's feet and yeah, easing, easing, in, easing into that moisture. <laughs> well, you know, you can always use the SkyTap Angel. I got that, and you're more than welcome to, to use it. Now, I know that we originally said that we we're going to get you that, uh, you know, you know, let you try that, that Adam 80 because you had some work done on your ankles. Did you want to talk is, about that or not? Um, yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, I had a auto accident eight, nine years ago. Um, and I got my motor, my ankle caught between a motorcycle and a pickup truck and crushed it. Uh, I've got a metal plate and 11 screws in my left ankle. Um, so, and then I've got a kind of a bad knee on the other side. Uh, so the lighter, the better was my thinking. And I don't have a problem with that Adam 81 bit. This was did more than what I needed it to do. Um, I just, you know, I'm a little boy. I like a lot of power. So, um, you know, maybe I'll go to a Moster 185, but the original plan is to have a trike. Um, uh, and, and of course the wife, uh, I'm not sure if she wants to track or if she wants to foot launch, but, um, I'm sure she'll enjoy doing both. She, she's, uh, kind of, um, crazy like I am and she follows me whatever I do. So, um, we'll have to fit her for something as well. Speaking about trike, do you want to tell them about how we're designing paramotors and trikes and uh, stuff like that? Well, we're going to give it a try. We're going to see if we can do this um, from what uh, looking at your trike that you bought um, and um, putting my background in avionics, uh, aircraft, frames, um, welding welding tig welding we'll um we'll see if we can't at least at the bare minimum take the track that that uh couldn't hold you and we'll we'll uh we'll take all the fail points out of it and make it better um and it'll be a learning process down along the way and and hopefully that we can design something that is um uh, that we feel safe putting somebody in uh that'll be our key um, our, our point will be the, uh, the safety and reliability of it. And then, uh, um, try to get that into a cost where we can get people up in the air. We got to get people doing this. I mean, what the world leads now is love, sweet love. No, I, they need to be flying. That's what they need to be doing. <laughs> love, sweet flying. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Resurgence. So Resurgence. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. What? Well, I was going to say Resurgence PPG says, dang, sounds like a trike's going to be a future option. Is that a, is that an option for the uh, Yoda Yak? Can, can that fit a kit? Um, we are trying to design um, a, 
a, a kit that will work for any paramotor, any foot launch, pretty much like the retracted trike. And there's other, uh, you know, trikes that are out there. Uh, we're trying to design one that will be able to fit uh, pretty much um, any, uh, any foot launch paramotor that's out there that will be able to fit a trike on it, just like the retracted trike. Um, we're also trying to, you know, put together different uh, frames and uh, full scale pair uh, trikes too, you know, where the trikes are, you know, uh, like um, flying from England Jades, you know, she's got a full trike, it's just a trike. However, I want the ability to be able to unclip some clips and now it's a foot launch also. But, you know, I do like having, having the retractor trike is great. You know, it's just a wheel. It's a it's another wheel in front that retracts. That retracts. That's awesome. Uh, the one that I got is uh, really nice. It had the uh, the wheel up front. It had that just clipped on. But I really like the ones that uh, you know, like Eric has and Jade has. The one that actually have bars that come up this way that connect that are more stable. There is you know more stability. It's down low. It's not high like the one that that I was on. Um, so, you know, trying to look for more stability. Uh, I want the design to be strong. I want it to be light. I want it to be easy to use, be able to clip onto a trike if you wanted to, to go trike, because let me tell you, trikes are great. You know, if you want to, you know, if it's, you have a really windy day and you want a foot launch, because let me tell you, foot launching on a windy day is amazing. You do that reverse, you get it up, you turn around, give some gas, and now is an elevator. You're going straight up. Now that right there is amazing. However, sometimes in the morning, you have nil wind. And it's like, man, you know, I don't want to run today. I just want to, you know, put the trike thing on. You set up the trike, you give it some gas, and you go. You can take, you know, as long as you want to down the runway and slowly lift off. You don't have to worry about running your feet off or coming in for landing. You know, you can come in and land with the wind if you want to on the trike, which is really great depending on, you know, which way the wind's blowing. You can come in for a crosswind uh, landing. So trikes are great. And really, when you're at a fly-in, trikes are amazing. At least the trikes that have, you know, the like a retractor trike, where you can add the trike on and you can take your 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 paramotor and your wing and drive yourself way way on the other side of the field where nobody else is. Set up and go fly. You know, instead of trying to walk your paramotor over, set up your wing. Oh, man, that gets heavy after a while. I mean, that animati is not that heavy, but you could feel it, right? I mean, it was it was something on your back. It was significant after a while, yes? Yeah, um, between my first and second fight, I had a few failed launches. Um, and at the very end, uh, we decided to just, you know, shut down for – 15, 20 minutes, just take a break. Cause uh, yeah, it eventually does wear on you. Absolutely. So um, real quick, everybody here on the panel, let's talk about our first flights real quick. Um, JP, you want to talk about your first flight? <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I was just going through uh, an old tablet um, and I haven't thought about that in a long time and uh i came across um the footage and it was just like oh awesome it's like paint watch you know now um, yeah, if, oh uh not on this tablet oh. we'll wait we'll wait I would if i could it, it's actually, 
Um, I, I, oh, I wish I did have it here. Yeah, we want to see it. Remind me, and I'll bring it on next week. Okay. You have family. <laughs> but uh, I, if I would have known what I knew, if I would have known then what I know now, you know, things would have gone so much smoother. But at the time, I just remember thinking, "Man, I, I know all this." Like you know, I just remember being so confident and so, uh, you know, ready to go. Um, but going back and looking at it now, I was like, man, I didn't have a clue. It, <laughs> it just goes to show that you never stop learning in this sport and there's always more to learn. And I love filming stuff. I love filming and being filmed and going back later on and analyzing the film. So, and, so, you you know, so, so next week of, uh, technique and, what was that? I'm sorry. I, I must have lost uh, internet for a second. So um, I didn't mean to talk over you. So next week, you're going to show us your first light? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot me. Uh, it's not here. Otherwise, I don't want to shoot you. I don't want to shoot you. Shoot me a, a message uh, <laughs> during the week <laughs> and remind me to grab my, my other tablet um, from the office. And uh, absolutely. I'll load it on this computer and we'll do a screen share. I mean, it's nothing. It's, it's just a typical... Um, you know, I think I tried a couple reverses and the conditions weren't quite right. And I did a forward and I actually, I think my left wing tip touched the ground, but I just freaking steamrolled it. I wasn't going to, you know, let, uh, say no for an answer. And, uh, I eventually got it back up and you can see I'm hustling. I'm hustling. I got full power and I'm hustling. And all of a sudden I hear my instructor on the comms pressure pressure and i give it two inches of pressure and i just pop right up and it was just like you know uh, i could have been there all day and not given pressure and never gotten off the ground and that's that's why we have instructors you know because i you know it's the important thing you know absolutely well i can't wait to to watch it and and hear about your first flight that's going to be really cool will fly do you have uh you want to talk about your first flight and how you feel? Don't forget that you're on mute. Yeah, um, I was looking for. I've got I've got a short video that shows my actual first <clears throat> flight. So give me a second, and I'll I'll get back to you on that. All right. So I got mine already spooled up. So while you're doing that, let me go ahead and spool up mine real quick and show you my first flight. Um, we were over at the airport. A bunch of people um we're flying i my first motor was a flat top i got a used flat top because i knew that you know i was going to damage it um i knew that i was going to break props and i was going to damage you know uh, a, a light machine so i opted for a flat top um the stigma that went with it was more than i was expecting as a new pilot uh, which is why i went to uh, an angel um, all the stability without the the issues. So this was not too long after my heart surgery. And with that heart surgery, I had also had a stroke. So one of my, I had to, I had to, one of my sides, my left or right side, I can't remember what it was, was very weak. So it was really difficult for me to, uh, to stand It's difficult for me to run and landings. I was doing butt landings for the first six months, I think. Um, not because I couldn't pin it. It's just, you know, just landing, I just didn't have the the strength. So I was really, um, it was really difficult for me, but this was my first one and I didn't understand torque. So when I took off, my hands were up 
Yeah, it was a long run. And I torqued off to the right. And guess what was off to the right? Trees and power lines. So you're going to love this one. So this um, David Carroll actually took this video, I think. And there I am going straight to the trees and the power lines. Oh, God. And oh. just barely buzzed the treetops. I just gunned it and wished for the best, and I just barely skimmed over them. And it ended up being a really fun, uh, you know, fun flight. Uh, was up there for a long time. Uh, as you can see, you know, sunset uh, was coming around. So um, this is where I powered off and did some cutting left and right. Pretty much the same thing that that we did, uh, Michael. But look at this. I had the, all this area to come in for a landing, right? Um, everybody's way over here, and my instructor wanted me to come right down here. There's a big, um, I, not a creek, but it's a ditch right there where there's water. So where I landed, I had to take that big old honking machine and my wing and hump it all the way over to the side, and it was it was incredible. I never knew how long um the glide slope is so just like michael it's like man i'm just i'm just floating it's just non-stop float but um here's my very first landing and my butt hit but i was able to stand up because <laughs> uh i had a machine that could take that and all my videos all my pictures all my little uh, cartoon characters of me is from this very first flight i turned the camera around and uh, talked and right there with one of my smiles i took a screenshot and that was my very that that's where you see all my um my pictures of uh, ppg grandpa is uh the very first landing right there i forgot the perfect one and i smiled and that's that's where it was my very uh -huh. first flight so yeah 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 right there right there that's it my cartoon of my very first flight. Cool. Just in case you didn't know. All right, I'll share my screen here. All right. This one. Optimize. There we go. Can you see it? I see it now. All right. So uh, my experience on my first flight or my first set of flights, because I had five flights in one day, and the sixth one is where I got in trouble. Um, this one right here? This is the very first one okay. that I ever took. And um, I can tell you, as soon as my feet left the earth, man, I was scared. And that... Knowing what I know now, um, I I should not have been as afraid as I was at this point. Um, but you know, I gathered my thoughts. Everything you know uh, worked out well. I'm not going to bore you with going through the whole thing and just show you the exciting parts. But uh, at this point probably right about here i realized that oh my god i've got to land this thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first kind of you know oh no so 
um, I had set myself up to, to be in a state that probably wasn't very healthy. Uh, however, I want to zip right through and here's my first landing. And I actually I think I landed on my feet on the very first landing, or maybe this is the second one. I don't know. The very first landing landed on my feet, but it was all downhill from there. Okay. Now this, this so that was the fifth landing actually. So okay. uh, the first five landings were unremarkable. This right here uh, it was my sixth launch attempt, and that's that's a lot for a new student. Yes. Right off the bat, I mean, I was exhausted. It was hot. Notice the trees over here and the trees over here. And I'll say more about it as, as we continue. But um, there's where all heck breaks loose. I lifted up and let me pause it at the right moment here. Okay, I'm going to lift up off the ground because at this point I'm doing like a, a systems check. I don't know if something's broken or, or what. So I lift off the ground and that's the first thing I see. That's oh, no. the oh, of my brand new Parajet Maverick. Oh, no. <laughs> so that was kind of the, the first day of my flying. Oh, bummer. Pause it from there and, and stop the sharing. So here's the takeaway from that. Like I said, knowing what I know now is... I, I didn't have sufficient knowledge of the wing, what I should be doing, what I should expect. Uh, I didn't even know how to get in my freaking seat. Um, so the, there's a caveat with training. If you've got an instructor that's pushing you to fly without you having a good, thorough understanding of how to kite the wing, how to, you know, just the, the whole aspects. I mean, you should have a good understanding of the entire process of the first flight from the time your feet leave the ground to the time your feet come back and touch the ground. Um, and unfortunately I, I didn't have that. Mm. So uh, yeah, that was kind of my first, and I almost gave up the sport. That oh my goodness. I'm glad you didn't. I didn't either. So here's, here's the last thing and I'll leave it at that. I got in touch with a couple of uh, local guys, a local group of guys here, and they 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 brought me back to reality, you know. But it's, it's bad stuff happens all the time. I mean, it's it what happened there was not entirely my fault. Oh, here's the thing: not once was I told to look up or check my wing. I didn't know I needed to check my wing. I just thought I had to run fast, give it power and go, you know, if you're in the air. You're good. Right. <laughs> that, that was it. You know? So oh. uh, anyways, good instruction is really important and you don't have oh, to pay 3000, 4000, $5,000 for good instruction. Just have a, you know, you got a good instructor if uh, his heart's in it and he's taking the time and the patients needed to explain things to you. So there, that was, uh, sorry, it wasn't a happy end. Well, I guess it is a happy ending, right? You're, you're here. It's, it's a, very, yeah, a very happy ending. That, it takes that's, what it takes, what it takes. Absolutely. 
It is interesting. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to make sure in this school is that every aspect of everything that you need to know, including looking at your wingtips, look at how many times you guys have you heard me say when you did a forward look at your wingtips. wingtips. Always. You hear that in your mind all the time because that's all I, I think that I, I say. Look at your wingtips. Look at your wingtips. When we buckle them, what do I say? I say, say this out loud and you do your pre-flight. What do you say? The doors are shut and locked. The trims are set to whatever wind conditions, right? You go down and you make sure. I mean, we go through this. and yes, yes. Yeah, if you don't say it out loud, what, what does your instructor yell at you and, and say to do? Say it out loud. And, and I know that uh, one of the things that you said is uh, when you were when you were flying or before you're flying, before I was even saying anything in your ear, you are already hearing me in your head, were you not? Tell me about all that stuff that you're saying that you already heard me in your head and you're having a conversation with me without even me being there. Oh yeah, when I'm, when I'm flying, um, it happened the first time when we were towing. Uh, but yeah, there's there's actually two of you talking, <laughs> along with my, the one in my head, me talking. So there's there's a quite a bit of a conversation going on because I can hear the the automatic things that come automatic are told to me in your voice. Um, uh, if you're if you're if everything is taught to you and shown to you and and um and given to you where you understand it you get up there and even if you do lose conversation and, and communication ability um it's there it, it'll kick in automatically um and and it's just funny that it's that calm soothing wise voice that has told you what to do and you've seen it happen. So your brain is like, okay, yep. Listen to that one. And off you go. Yeah. Um, I, I, I hear what, um, Will fly said, um, as far as, you know, not, not even knowing how to get in your seat, which sounds scary, uh, very scary because I know that, um, you know, with my students, we go through it many times on the simulator before we even go into tow. And that way, even when you tow, you feel you know how to get into your seat. You pin off and you fly around, you come in for a landing, get out of your seat and stuff like that. Um, so just curious, after you took your first flight, was there anything that you felt that maybe uh, you didn't know enough or I should have went over a little bit more? Or did you feel like you know you had it down pretty well before you took your first flight? Oh, I was confident in my training. Yeah, uh, we've we've gone over it um, quite uh, substantially. I mean, I don't, I don't think I could have found a more diligent teacher because you you know you've you've drilled the basics and what has to what I have to know and uh, and you drilled them. Um, so, like I said, your voice is there. And when this, the circumstance arises, it pops in. Um, and even after being in the simulator and practicing getting into the seat, you know, 
you're right. If you, it's what you don't know that's going to get you in trouble. Um, even after doing all that on my second flight, as I was trying to get into it, you know, um, my first flight, I just lifted my legs and my butt fell right in the seat. The second flight was, um, took a little bit more. And for some reason I couldn't get back. And as I was pulling, I started pulling and, and almost put me into a twist. Um, so yeah, even knowing and practicing, um, things can still go awry if you're not careful. So yeah, all the, I just, you know, I, <laughs> I'm just going to go with the instructor, you know, I mean, you guys hats off to you and I salute you if you self yourself taught, you know, good on you, but I'm pretty happy with the way I went. No, we, 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 um, we also had the syllabus and we went through everything on the syllabus. Um, we checked off everything on the syllabus. We went through it numerous times. We wanted to make sure that, you know, you knew everything, uh, before we even started class, what I expected, what I expected of you, what you, you know, what you needed to, to do. And, uh, before your first flight, we went over the syllabus again. It was like, was there any questions you had on anything? We went through what happens if we lost communication? Where are you going to go? How are you going to land? You know, um, hand signals, you know, here's my hand signals, use your feet. You know, I know that if I ask you a question or, or if I do something like this, you can see what I'm doing and you can respond and I can actually, we can actually talk with hand signals and with him feet signals. So we had that all down. So we knew exactly what was going to happen. And I was very confident also in you that, you know, if we did lose comms, you'd have no problems, follow instruction, come in and land. Cause I know that you can land. We did toes. You know, yeah, the lessons, the lessons built on themselves and, and, uh, the toes helped. Uh, and that was, that was the only worry, you know, like Will said, once you're up, you're like, okay, well, yeah, this is all well, but you got to put this baby down and you got to do it safely. And, um, uh, landing a few times, just standard with, you know, just holding on to the brakes. But then when we introduced, uh, taking a wrap, um, that added a whole new level to it. And, uh, man, I could really start. Uh, controlling what was going on as I was landing. It was more of a, um, uh, a uh, passive reaction in the beginning, as opposed to, man, I take that rap and, and now I'm coming in and, and, and going straight. Um, and I have, I have control. I'm just not coming in and dropping. I'm going to make this thing float in the way I want it to. Now I'm, I can come in, slow down, raise a little and drop. Absolutely. And we went over that taking a wrap because if I say, if you're up in the air for the first time and I say take a wrap, do you even know what that is? How many times have we gone over how to take a wrap, how to properly take the wrap, you know, which way to go, you know, do we go, go to the right, go to the left and how do we wrap it? Which fingers do we go around? If we have a throttle in the hand, how do we do that? We went through all that in the simulator numerous times. Uh, looks like we got 14 likes. We totally appreciate it. We got 23 people, 24 people watching right now. Uh, let's say hi to everybody that's in chat. We got fly baby, fly PPG. Welcome. JR Paramotor, slow days. Tommy Mosley is in the chat too. Uh, 
Resurgence PPG, Space Cowboy um, is in there also. We got Aaron I. Um, let's see who else. Kenneth Kidwell is in there. I already see Tony Marzano. And let's see who else is in there. Walter's in there from Down Under. Uh, I see, I can see his name, but I know that it's actually printed upside down because he's. Upside down, right? Um, so Walter, welcome to the to the chat. I'm glad that you're here, buddy old pal. Um, of course, Will Fly is here, Mark Droids, Bill H. Welcome, buddy. Good good to see you. Uh Shannon Brooks. And did I miss anybody? Does anybody else pop up after that? I CM, think uh, CMA honey. Oh, okay. Honey is in here. Honey? CMA honey. DMA Honey, Kelby Cox is in the chat too. Angela Preslick, Slow Days already said. Eric, PPG Lear, welcome. I know that your wife was on here earlier. I guess you guys had a drop off. I'm glad that you made it and were able to chat for a wee bit. Um, and CMA Honey, what's up? Good deal. Glad everyone is here. Glad we had a good show. Uh, do we have any questions or anybody want to talk about their first flights? I'll say Resurgence PPG has a suggestion. He says not to worry about the landings because they're going to happen anyway. So yeah, don't have to worry about them. One way or another. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to make sure they get down safe and sound and not have any broken gear. I think that's the number one thing. It's like, I think that I would have been very discouraged if I was Will Fly and after my first day of flying, uh, everything broke and now it cost me thousands of dollars to continue. I, I, I think I would have said, I'm done. That was fun. I got up there. I'm done. Um, so I'm glad that didn't happen. Now, um, your wife, uh, she um, she flew free flight with uh, with the toe. Do you want to talk a little bit about your free flight with the toe and how you felt, Miss Miss Honeypot? Make sure you unmute yourself. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us about your toe real quick. I mean, you got up in the air. I did. I did. It was great. It oh, good. I'm glad glad she came on. That was a wonderful interview. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you also we also hit the bunny hill too that day. Remember? Oh, not that day. We hit the bunny hill before we did the towing. So tell us about the bunny hill experience before your towing. <laughs> this is all I can say. Well, for the people that are listening to the podcast, what do you do? What happens? Well, it was a very long, hot day. And regardless of how much water I drank, it was not enough. And I got dehydrated and I cramped up in the worst way. Um, and I thought I was dying on top of the bunny hill. And um, Sean, being the great guy that he is, rescued me. Um, I'm just still curious as to what those people down below with me, <laughs> with me up there moaning and groaning and hollering but yeah um that was my first real good uh day of cutting and one of the very few great days that i had uh, up until that point but um yeah that's 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 a whole different ball game there and i cannot wait to hit the sky. Well, tell us about your toe. I mean, you made it up in the sky. How'd that feel? I mean, how'd that feel to, to leave the earth on the first time that you towed? 
Well, see, I've skydived before, so I already had that. So I know what it's like, and I just want to be able to do it on my own volition instead of having to wait on a pilot to take me up and drop me off. I want to be able to do the do the do myself, and it's incredible. The toe was awesome. Um, I would love to have been able to do that like 10 times in a row because talk about a, an amusement ride. That's like, wow. Um, the only problem was uh the landing and i didn't exactly stick it but that's okay nothing was broken everything's good well that, that's what the towing is all about is to you know understand you know uh your takeoff understand what it feels like to be in flight understand what it feels like to get in your seat understand what it feels like to get out of your seat coming in for a landing and you know you know how much do you pull when do you flare i mean that is that is the, you know, a very important part of learning how to fly. Now you did skydive. What was the difference between skydiving and that little bit of towing that you did as far as free flying? The, the difference was, and, and the thing of it is, um, I mean, I would love to have the audio of my husband's first tow because from, <laughs> from down on the ground, I was back at the back with you and all I could hear was, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I had already experienced that. So mine was kind of, kind of chill. It was weird because I was just, Michael mentioned earlier that there's a Zen. Um, I think that's where I get when I hit, hit the air. It's that's where I want to be. It's where I've always wanted to be. It's like he said earlier. Um, there's, there's always been since I was a small child, I've always wanted to take a run and leap and just fly. And with paramotoring, I now have that opportunity. Um, so that's that's the thing. So once I got up there, it was um, it was kind of like he had mentioned earlier. You know, the the thought process of well, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. The the motions come back. A lot of the same maneuverability is there being under that canopy and, and being under that wing, it's, it's, that was there. I remembered it from so many years ago. That's not the problem. The only problem I have is that paramotor on my back kind of freaks me out. I'm afraid of how it's going to be um, cumbersome and a little bit, you know, I, I knew that I could land. I knew it wasn't going to be graceful. Um, none of my landings ever were, but, um, yeah, under canopy, that's, 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 um, I, I, di I didn't want to stop. I was upset with Tommy because he cut the toe too short. <laughs> well, keep going. Um, well, I got a question for you. If, um, you have been jumping out of airplanes and flying at a lot uh, higher speed than you know what we fly at because you know when you when you parachute um you're much faster right so so did you were you able to to take any of the experience of being a do you call it what do you call it a parachutist a parachutist or what it was what is the proper term for Skydiver, yeah, yeah, yeah. That big word, skydiver. Were you able to take that skydiving experience 
any of it and use it for paramotor experience at all? Absolutely. You did? Well, what part of it were you able to, to yeah, use? The steering. Just the steering, though. That's yeah. that's pretty much the only thing that's the same. Okay. You're, like I said, once you're under canopy, that's where this all kicks in, where the, the risers and all that is there. Um, everything else is different. Um, but this, wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole different ball game. Um, you're, you're, you're up to, to altitude. You jump out. Um, well, you say jump out, but you don't really jump out. My first experience of, uh, not a tandem jump on my own was, uh, Michael and I actually talked about it last night. So, um, it's like you're, you're screaming at your body to do what you want it to do. And it's not listening because I'm hanging on a strut from a Cessna and they're saying go. And I'm going, I can't, I count down with them. My hands will not let go of that plane <laughs> and I'm flailing ready to, you know, I'm, I'm out of the plane. There's no going back, but can't let my fingers, they wouldn't let go. But yeah, I finally did and made another six jumps after that. But um, it was it was so calm. I mean, the the kind of just getting ready, not not letting the fear take over before the first toe. Going okay, um, it just it just happens, and it's so wow, just boom. Okay, I'm in the air. This is great. Okay, I want to be up here for a while. But then the ride was over, and I had to come down. And that's the part I don't like. So I got to work on that. <laughs> so I, I wonder uh, for people that maybe have skydived, you know, before that want to get into paramotoring um, and they want to just self-train, would you think that self-training would be good? Is there enough, you know, um, understanding of, you know, skydiving to, to transfer over to paramotoring uh, to self-train? I figure that climbing up to an altitude and jumping out of it would probably be a bad habit uh, needed to be broke. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing to do. <laughs> hey, real quick, screenshot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Linda, Linda, ready? One, two, three. Perfect. Good deal. It's always good to have a screenshot. I owe someone an apology. It's not CMA honey. It's C Mahoney. So it's <laughs> C Mahoney. C Mahoney. Oh, well, <laughs> wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, right? Gotcha. Yeah. I hate appreciate getting called honey. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Well, there's there's your new uh, there's your new name, your honey, honey. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the the whole um, uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of like skydiving. There's no way. I mean, everyone just goes, "Oh, you're gonna go jump out of a plane." Yeah, it's great. Well, they don't tell you how many hours of training you get just to jump out of a plane. I mean, it was an all day event just to jump out of the plane um, because there's very minute and then movements when you did that were you 
a t- was that tandem or were you able to do it solo? My first, my first jump was tandem, and then I did. Yeah, because you can't even you can't even do it solo. Like they, yes, they, you can. Can you? Like oh, it's yeah. like hours of training first, right? It's, it's an ind- entire day days training. Yes. And yeah, they, but if you, you want to go on vacation or something and just go hop out of a plane real quick, oh like, no, 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 it's not no, allowed. No. Yeah. Even even tandem, um, there's a lot of instruction because, like I said, there is you are your body, <laughs> the way you use your body, the, the the slight movement of your hands in the wrong angle can send you mm-hmm. into you know crazy things. So uh, that's how they do all the aerials. And I kicked myself because I didn't go back and, and continue it. But um, the you wouldn't just go up and jump out and think, I hope people wouldn't do that because you're going to get hurt. The guy that jumped out before me, I actually was under canopy watching as he crashed and burned and burned, uh, broke his ankle. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, and then it's my turn, and I'm going, oh, he's not moving. Uh-oh, I've still got to land this thing. This is not cool. Uh, why is he not moving? And, yeah, he he missed the, the drop zone and hit the field next to it and snapped his ankle. Hmm. So, yeah, it was it was an experience. But um, Was he a new guy or? Oh, yeah, yeah, we were all new. But he went, he went out of the plane before I did, and then we, we did another circle, and then it was my turn. I was like, oh, great, here we go. How, how, fast, how fast do you guys come down? I mean, I know that you guys really swoop, and you got lots of energy to burn off before you actually you know, land. How fast do you come in? I think you're slowed down to probably, uh, probably a good 20 below um, because you're – I mean, you're coming in pretty quick. It depends. Um, I didn't do it that fast. Um, but when you flare under, under that canopy, I mean, it's a hard flare straight down, you know, it's not something you would do with a, with the paramotor, of course, but under canopy, you're, it's not one, two, it's, you're pulling to decrease speed. And then when you get there, you're hard flare all the way down to, to hit. So, um, Interesting, because I got a video right here where I'm showing, you know, how to, you know, come in for landing and showing, you know, just a little bit of one, two, and then flaring, you just kind of yeah. slide in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole different feel. A whole different feel than, than that, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and that's one of the things, kiting, I'm, I've had to learn uh, because I'm kind of a brute when I'm hard on equipment, as my husband would say. Um I am. I'm rough. Um, that's the way I'm used to doing things is, you know, yanking on it. And that's the whole learning the pendulum, not pulling on it. You can't, you can't push a string. You gotta, you know, it, it, the lines don't work that way. So this is, this is a whole different animal than what my brain is used to. Um, and like I said, with the skydiving, it, I mean, it was good, but for these purposes, it's it's a whole different way of thinking because, like I said, you're pulling, and, and when they say flare, you're flared. It's not a, okay, ease into it. It's, you're done. Nice landing, Sean. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I wanted to show, too, is that, you know, you can be in a sitting position, 
like right now and be flaring and as you flare then you can kind of just roll out of your seat and stand up well i guess if you're slick like that you can damn skippy i'm slick <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the things i had to really you know make sure i could do is uh, really nail those uh those spot landings because you saw the very first one you know it's like i kind of slid in and slammed on my butt and stuff like that and um i found the secret to a really good landing and that's what i've been teaching my students and that's why you know pooh bear landed like a freaking butterfly i think that's pretty important because who wants to come in really fast and run it out i've seen so many people come in and they just run 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 it's like why are you why are you taking all that energy and putting into your legs and your hips and your knees when you can burn it off and just come in and tiptoe butterfly it you know love it i personally love to do a foot drag to a oh jp said gotta head out in a minute oh man is it really that time already it's past that time done been past that time but Time flies when we're having fun. It always does. Time flies. That's good. Doing a paramotor pilot and saying time flies. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess if there's no questions in the uh, in the chat, I mean, it's still a beautiful night out and we got family and stuff. It's a it's a beautiful summer before it gets dark and so many things that we can do now. So I guess we could call it a, an evening. I appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Uh, something. Anything else in the chat or anything else that we yeah. want to? Talk about Todd's message. Todd's message. I, I, I can't see right That's now. A, he says, landings depend on the canopy size and profile. I jumped a really small canopy and it would compare to a free ride foot drag landing. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Who likes to come in for a, a, a really, like like Tucker got, he loves to come in at an angle, come in really quick, and just and just go for a, a, a swoop, and then just burn off all that energy, kind of doing a foot drag to a, to a stop. Uh, do you guys like to do that? Do you like to come in nice and slow and gentle slope? Do you like to, you know, I mean, how do you guys like to come in for a landing, since we're talking about landings real quick? Foot drag. You like to do the foot drag to a landing? That is my absolute favorite, yes. How about you, JP? How do you like to land? Oh, yeah, that's the best. And the nice where you – I like to pull a little bit of a break about, you know, 30, 40 feet up and just kind of stall the wing out, and then you swoop-doop right down in, and then you just – you don't even pull break when you, you your wing levels itself out, right, when your, your feet, like, you know, are just above the grass, and you just – and then you bring in the brakes as you start to slow down. And then it just prolongs it even more and you just, you know, take a couple steps and it's all good. Um, that's my favorite. Just a yeah. nice I like that. I like how you do that. And you do that by getting as much energy going on about 40 feet up right before. And uh, it takes a lot of practice and you'll get it wrong a couple times. And when you get it wrong, if you get it too wrong, it hurts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh yeah. When you get it right, it feels good. Like it's it's just like <laughs> it's hard to not giggle. It's uh, a lot of fun. So. <laughs> it, it's true. I mean, 
when you can get when you can nail a landing, that is absolutely amazing. It's it's so fun when you can nail a landing. And someone sees it. Yeah, yeah. That hey, but yeah, you have it on video. <laughs> get it on film or someone sees it, it's even better because and it's like a fishing story. It was this big, you know. <laughs> this foot yeah. drag was a thousand feet long. That's a, that's a good question though. Before you go, yeah, you pair- paramotor Mahoney <laughs> asks, how do you practice something like that? Uh I guess you would go up higher and uh you know do what i was saying you want to practice your uh i forget what they're called but they're like pitch oscillations where you pull break on both sides you pull it and you count to one two three and you feel your wing go back and then you drop it and then your wing's going to surge forward and then you're going to fall back and then you just it's all about getting to learn the wing everyone's going to do it differently and you just you're you're feeling that a storage of energy, if you will, and how your, you know, how long your wing is going to take to react and how long, because it's all about the timing. And it's, I guess you would, you would practice it by starting high and keeping your engine on and just, you know, saving that power to get out of trouble. If you, if you get it wrong and you'll know if you're going to get it wrong because you're going to be coming in really fast and the ground's going to be coming up at you. And, uh, but you know, it's just, it's all about practice. Practice makes perfect. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're talking about the whip stalls, right? Where you, so, so you can do whip stalls, which is, you know, kind of the motor off or, you know, you're cruising, um, probably motor off. And then you pull the brakes, pull, 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 right. You start really um, slowing down. Then as soon as right before you stall, you let up, then you go and go in and you do that big swoosh. You come back up as you're coming up, you start pulling the brake again to slow down, to stall your wing. So you come up like this, you're stalling then you let go. Then you're doing this number. So you're doing a whip stall, which is really fun. I practiced that in the SIV. Then you can also do the porpoising or the dolphin where you use your throttle to go and you go up, then you let go, pull, let go. So there's all, yeah, all sorts of fun stuff to do. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Once you get into this stuff, there's just so many cool things that you can do. I I just, I I love the G-forces too. Um, let's see anything else in the chat before we go the chopper pilot there was amazing Tommy said uh, Randy Milstead said hi Tony Mazzarno said indeed uh, what else did I miss anything guys you got it I think we did I think we did really good I don't know what Tommy said about student rips open heart is crap not fake news. Okay. I guess I need to go back and, and, and read and stuff and see what it says. Oh, uh, resurgence PPG. I didn't see the ones that, um, that, uh, he said to me, landings depend on the canopy. Okay. I see that. And the accuracy of the canopy comes down vertically. So the descent is much slower. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I don't have this on all the time and, um, I really should, but it's hard to, to do everything over here. Once again, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, if there's no more questions in the chat, I guess we'll all sign off. Um, Let's go ahead and start with Will Fly. Oh, actually, JP, because he's got to go. JP, tell us about yourself real quick, where we can find you and your dot-coms. Always a pleasure, guys. Uh, I love flying. Uh, You'll catch me on various shows throughout the week. Uh, Robert Michael's on Thursday. Shane's on uh, Tuesdays. Uh, Flying Flamingo on Wednesday. Um, 
Will fly on. Do you have a day yet, Will? No, uh-uh. I'm not we'll fly. We'll fly. Should do fr- Fridays. We'll fly. Just do Fridays. So you, you <laughs> Friday, 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 Friday. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, check me out on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, JP Tulo. Um, www.jptulo.com will take you to one of those. Um, like, comment, subscribe, whatever, or don't. I, whatever. Um, I just like making cute little clips, whatever, fun stuff with whether all it be right. with the cat like or the, the flying or whatever, you know, it's all about having fun with it. So that's right. Well, thank you, it's JP. Right. We appreciate you, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow on Shane show. You find uh, Shane shows uh, tomorrow on Tuesdays. He just hangs out and talks about paramotor cooking, whatever comes up. You find him on ppdshane.com on Tuesdays. Um, how about you, Will Fly? Talk about you and your fun shenanigans. You got some really good videos out there too, don't you? Yeah, man. I love flying paramotors. I love making videos about them. Uh, you can find me at Will Fly on YouTube or willflyppg.com. I love that dot com stuff. We also yeah. got uh, um, Linda Anderson. She's our our PR chick. She's our pair. Uh, she's our paramotor mom. Uh, you find her at paramotormomusa.com. And if you want to be on the show, just get up with her, paramotormom.com. Lens on her Facebook page, Linda Anderson. And I think she's a mom of somebody famous on Thursday. What's what's up with that? I'm a mom of Robert Michaels, paraglidingsocks.com. Every Thursday night, y'all come out and join us. We have a good time, a lot of fun. Do you, do, you, do you tell do you tell Robert that we, you know we 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 um we tell we talk about his show all the time on ours? Do you do you let him know that? Does he oh, even yeah. know that have, does he even know that we have a show? <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, he's got to come on our show now. Yeah, absolutely. I've been trying to get I, I've been trying to get on here, but usually on Monday night he's flying. Monday night he's flying. If I did do this, I'd be flying too. And I'm sure that's why we don't have a lot of people on here. I mean, Monday nights is a good night to go fly. So, you know, I understand. And I appreciate everybody that does jump on the show, that jumps on the, the yeah. chat and hangs with us. I really appreciate yeah. it. I know that there's so many things that you could do other than be in the chat or be on the show. So I really appreciate you guys. Oh, I do too. I love my chatters. I love everybody. My, You guys are my pair of family, all of you. I don't fly, but you're so much a part of my life. Oh, absolutely absolutely 100% agree yeah. and also to yeah. our to our guest and his lovely wife we got ppg michael and his wife jamie ppg honeypot uh thank you so much for joining us on the show how do we get up with you i know i just said your your dot coms but you you can tell us more about yourself let jamie talk first because she does something else that she might want to talk about what is your other business that you that you have that you might want to to talk about real quick well, I am a Lime Life Beauty Consultant, and y'all can find me at www.limelifebyalcone.com forward slash Jamie Flommer. And uh, that is my skincare and makeup business. And it's just, it's what I do. It's what I like. So if, yes. I, could, if, I, could, if I could have my way, I'd do my Lime Life and my Paralife all at once. Ooh, you said Paralife that uh, I'm sure Mark McElroy would love that. Paralifeppg.com. We got to plug his stuff in real quick, too. So we love you, Mark. Um, now, you also have a .com, too, that goes to your YouTube channel for your flying and your paramotor 
stuff. What's that? I'll let my husband take over from there. Oh, okay. So husband, yeah. Michael, the, uh, the, the, new, the new pilot, uh, tell us about all your dot coms, where to find you and, uh, how, how can we get up with you and, and hit that bell notification? Well, you can find the beautiful wife at, on YouTube. She's at PPG honeypot. Um, and you can keep up with me on YouTube at PPG Pooh bear. Um, you can follow our journey, um, on PPG stringlife.com. Um, I've got a blog on there and just kind of giving the world a view of this beautiful sport and trying to entice people to, to, uh, get involved. Um, keep you up to date with how we uh, succeed and how we fail so that other people can see where uh, uh, they need to improve themselves. And maybe we can keep some people safe and, um, and just grow this sport. Absolutely. I, I agree. Well, thank you very much for, for joining us, uh, everyone, especially our guest, Michael, and congratulations on your uh, first flights. Uh, we loved watching that. That was really amazing. Taking in that selfie up there too on your second flight. And uh, you know, it's gonna be really cool when you come over here and we start doing some cross countries and some real life adventures. Um, I guess we can I guess we can tell everybody real quick. It's like, um, is anyone listening? Shh, this is really quiet. This one, we are going to take a trip it's going to be a really neat trip with a bunch of uh, paramotor people. We're going to fly and we're going to uh, go to a uh, airplane boneyard where they scrap airplanes and stuff. We're going to uh, fly to a place and get lunch. So we're going to take off someplace, fly to a restaurant, pick up some food, fly to the boneyard, land there, eat the food while walking around and checking out all the bone, all, all the the planes, and then fly back for another part of an adventure that's gonna be really neat at the very end. You won't believe it. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed to all of our channels. Oh, I'm excited. That sounds super cool. It's going to be yeah. amazing. 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 <laughs> Shane's asking if there's an after show. Um, no, we're just going to close out and uh, hang with our families and, and stuff like that. I was, haven't been able to hang with my family for a while, so, oh. you know. Yeah, got to hang with the family. Got to hang with the fam or else, you I know. know. They're not going to let me. They're not going to let me do this anymore if I don't hang out with the fam, right? I'm telling you, yesterday I went to my son and his girlfriend's house and everything, and I did my laundry and barbecued and. It was hung up with the family and it was awesome. That's what you do. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much again. Totally appreciate you. Love you all. Don't forget Shane shows tomorrow, ppgshane.com over on, uh, at Wednesday, we have paramotorgirl.com on Thursday. There's this famous guy, but I keep on forgetting him. His name is what, what is it again, Linda? Robert Michaels. And you can find him where? Com. Right, that's awesome. And with, there's also something going on, on on Sunday. What's that one on Sunday? Our Paramotor Nation. Bingo. David Wolf. <laughs> with the Wolf. I wish I wish that he would uh, call himself the Wolf. I mean, I think that's so cool. It's like Paramotor Nation with the Wolf. 
It would be cool. I know, right? I always, I always think of that. Every, every time I hear about Paramotor Nation, I always think about the wolf. That's because we got a radio station over here called the wolf. So, you know, I, I just hear the wolf. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. And we're out at 5,000. You guys right here, don't go nowhere. We're going to chat for just a moment after we kill the live stream. So, y'all have a great oh. evening. And uh, we'll catch you all on the flip side. Peace out.